Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. The office. Lower speed limits in the district has officials focus on safer roads. What drivers need to know. I'm Melissa Howell. Republican governors intensify the fight over immigration by sending migrants to Martha's Vineyard and outside the VP's office in D.C. Analysis coming from Yamichelle Sindor at 410. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Hundreds of bodies have been discovered in mass graves in northeast Ukraine. CBS's Deborah Pata is there. A grim discovery here in Izium. This forest is filled with the bodies of dozens upon dozens of civilians buried in shallow graves. Some of them killed when Russian tanks and artillery rained down on this town. Others executed. Planes and buses full of migrants have been sent to liberal states, and the White House is slamming the move. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre. These are the kinds of tactics we see from smugglers in places like Mexico and Guatemala. And for what? A photo op? Because these governors care about creating political theater than creating actual solutions to help. The president called it a political stunt meant only to cause chaos and division. Meanwhile, a big meeting at the White House today. It's the first opportunity for the relatives of Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan to meet with the president after months of them calling for it. Aides describe it as a chance for the families to hear directly from Mr. Biden about the government's efforts to bring their loved ones home. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says a prisoner swap remains on the table. The Russians have not responded to that offer, but that doesn't mean that, that we're not still in negotiations and we're not still trying. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Emotions are high and the lines are long to pay final respects to Queen Elizabeth. Our Steve Futterman is in London. Inside the thousand-year-old Westminster Hall, the king, his sister, and two brothers, all in military uniform, walked slowly to the flag-draped coffin of their mother. The only sound in the room was footsteps and the pounding of a stick three times to signal movement. The four stood, heads bowed, each on one side of the coffin. Once they were in place, members of the public again began walking past the Queen's coffin. The silent vigil went on for around 15 minutes. Steve Futterman, CBS News, London. And this morning, they paused the viewing for hours. Mourners are back, lined up again. The wait time over 24 hours now. It's chilly there, too. Attempts expected to drop to around 45 degrees. FedEx is closing down some of its stores and corporate offices and is putting off hiring new people. The company will also park some of its aircraft. The actions in response to a drop-off in its global package delivery business. With this news, FedEx saw its biggest stock drop since at least 1980. And at the close, markets are responding in step. The Dow down 140 points, NASDAQ down 104, S&P 500 off 28. This is CBS News. Eggland's best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. 
This just in to the WTOP Traffic Center. Disappointing delays on the Beltway in Maryland on the Interloop near 210. The truck fires out, but in the through lanes. Traffic only gets by the burned rig down the right shoulder. On the outer loop past New Hampshire Avenue, the crash is still bottlenecking traffic. But on the outer loop through Bethesda, despite several miles of heavy and slow traffic toward Virginia, the crash on the American Legion Bridge just cleared. All setting the pace for a slow Friday rush hour. We'll have more. On the 8s, I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Good afternoon. It is 4.03 and it is a lovely Friday. This September the 16th, we've got 81 degrees. everybody. I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story is a guilty plea from a former high school counselor who had a sexual relationship with a student that lasted years. It happened in Loudoun County. And WTOP's Neil Loggenstein has new details. In 2013, Ann Barrett was a counselor at Freedom High School in South Riding. The 16-year-old boy was a student. She invited him to go to the playground with her and her child because he was hanging out with the wrong crowd at the time. She later invited him to dinner. They watched TV on the couch, and that led to sexual activity. She's now pleaded guilty to taking indecent liberties with a child by a person in a custodial relationship. Her lawyer says Barrett Barrett's taken responsibility and is remorseful. She faces up to five years when she's sentenced in December. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. It's now been a week since teenagers have been banned from being out late in Prince George's County. WTOP's Kate Ryan takes a look at how that curfew's been going. According to police and Prince George's County Executive Angela Alserbrooks, a single written warning has been issued since the county's curfew for kids 16 and younger has been in place. Police say the warning was issued to the guardians of a 16-year-old girl. That girl out past curfew was found in a car with someone described only as an individual who had a gun, and that person was arrested. No other details were provided. The curfew goes into effect at 11.59 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays, 10 p.m. on weeknights, and it ends at 5 a.m. each day. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.05. The chair of the Montgomery County Planning Board, Casey Anderson, is now apologizing for keeping a couple dozen liquor bottles in his office and for sharing drinks with employees at the planning board offices in Wheaton. The issue came up as the result of a report by the Office of the Inspector General at the Maryland National Capital Parks and Planning Commission. WTOP contacted Anderson, who texted a statement saying he kept alcohol in the office from time to time and shared a drink with colleagues at the end of his workday or after regular business hours. Anderson said he shouldn't have done it, and he takes full responsibility. He says he also has removed the alcohol from the office. He's apologized. The Parks and Planning Commission has a zero-tolerance policy regarding drugs and alcohol. Anderson was appointed to the planning board by the Montgomery County Council, and WTOP is reaching out to the council for comment. If you're driving through the district, keep an eye out for changes to speed limits. Speed limits on some of the district's busiest streets will be lowered from 30 miles per hour to 25. It's part of Mayor Muriel Bowser's Vision Zero goals and an effort to follow national standards. So where can you expect to see the change? Over on Connecticut Avenue Northwest and New York Avenue Northeast. And future changes will happen along portions of Wheeler Road Southeast and Blair Road Northwest. Now, officials say the lower speed will reduce deadly pedestrian accidents and provide more reaction time for drivers. The plan is to continue assessing busy roads and crash data to decide what other areas might see similar changes to the speed limit. 
Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Hey, stick with us here on WTOP. We will be talking about the escalating battle between the GOP and Democratic-led states over immigration. We'll talk to Yamiche Alcindor of Washington Week. It's 407. You can be Latino and not speak Spanish. You can be Latino even if others believe you don't look Latino. Today, more than ever, there's no one way of defining what it means to be Latino. But there is one way of defining how to make our community stronger. Being unidos. Because being unidos is the best way to create more and better opportunities for all of us. Unidos U.S., the largest Latino civil rights organization in the United States. Join us. Visit unidosus.org. Who is Virginia for? Well, in the fall, it's for mountain dwellers and leaf peepers, apple pickers, cider sippers, trail running overachievers, who all inevitably become spa soakers and fire sitters. Will someone get me a cozy flannel? I'm going where they are. As I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of lovers. So come love it for yourself. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one. So you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is Red color, red color, where are you? <sighs> all blocked, thanks to advanced security. Included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply. Take it away, Dave. Many portions of the Capitol Beltway in Maryland are in bad shape. The most dramatic incident this afternoon, the tractor trailer that burned in Oxon Hill. The fire is out, the smoke is cleared, but on the interloop with traffic jammed in the through lanes, only one right lane gets by down the shoulder. Local lanes are open, but onlooking delays are pretty intense, both in the local lanes and also on the outer loop coming across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. It's slow through Landover. It's also very heavy coming off 95 South to go both ways on the Beltway. But on the interloop near Greenbelt Station, the gravel spill has mostly been confined to the shoulders, swept out of the way. The lanes are passable. On the outer loop, though, from College Park to Silver Spring, still heavy and slow. The crash past New Hampshire Avenue before University Boulevard remains in the left lane. Long delays around the outer loop from 355 out of Bethesda toward the American Legion Bridge. The crash there is clear. Lanes have been open for about 15 minutes, but it will stay slow for several hours there on the outer loop. Whenever we have delays that intense on this portion of the Beltway, you expect side effects near Glen Echo, Cabin John, on MacArthur Boulevard, and even down in Potomac on Falls Road and Seven Locks Road. 270 northbound, uh, slow traffic toward Montrose Road. New crash reported there. Can't see it. 95 northbound, still heavy through Laurel. The broken down truck near 216 moved out of the way. Volume delays in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway alongside. In Virginia, 66 east before the Beltway, the broken down vehicle clear. Westbound volume through Centerville, 95 southbound heavy as usual through Woodbridge and in several stretches through Stafford. Northbound traffic heavy in Fredericksburg. In the district, outbound on 395. The pace is a little better. Broken down SUV on the 14th Street Bridge is clear. Southbound 3rd Street Tunnel got backed up. A crash happened in the tunnel. Not sure if that's clear. Petworth, a stretch of Georgia and New Hampshire Avenue blocked at last report near the Metro Station for an ongoing police investigation. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit Fitzmall.com today. 
Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's go to Storm Team 4 now. Weekend forecast from Amelia Draper. Mainly clear skies out there as we look to our weekend. Temperatures throughout your Friday evening, mainly in the 70s. The hazy sunshine, that's western wildfire smoke in our area. Now, we'll have lows tonight in the upper 50s to mid-60s to another comfortable morning with highs tomorrow in the low to mid-80s. Beautiful sunshine and low humidity. Plenty of sun and hot on Sunday with highs in the mid to upper 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. It is gorgeous outside. Very September-y. Nice, dry, blue skies. 81 degrees at DuPont Circle. 77 in Germantown and 80 in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 411 now on WTOP. The roughly 50 migrants who were flown to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts by Florida's governor this week are now at a military base in Cape Cod where they're getting shelter and humanitarian support. A separate group of immigrants was dropped off near the vice president's official residence at the Naval Observatory here in D.C. And this is all part of a series of moves by Republican governors to transport migrants to liberal enclaves to protest what they say are inadequate federal efforts on southern border security. Joining us live, Yamish Alcindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS. Hey, Yamish, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? All right. You know, some of these migrants flown to Martha's Vineyard say they were duped about their destination, and they are just among thousands of people who have been similarly picked up and uh, sent to liberal enclaves, as Sean said. Well, the Republican governors keep this up. What, what do you know? From my understanding, this really is seen as a politically savvy decision by Republicans within the party. So these Republican governors, we've seen Greg Abbott do it, sending migrants to D.C. Now, of course, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, is doing it, sending migrants to Martha's Vineyard. So they are seeing this as a sort of way to humanize in their minds uh, the story of immigration and what they see as failures. Of course, Democrats and people who are caring for these migrants say that this is inhumane and that it's that and that to use these families who are just trying to come to the United States, frankly, usually fleeing all sorts of impoverty, um, all sorts of violence, that these are not the people that they should be that they should be using to make their point. But the fact that we're talking about it, the fact that it's in the headlines, that tells me as a reporter that that Republicans are going to continue to use this tactic because it is getting the headlines that they want. Uh, let's turn to the Mar-a-Lago top-secret documents investigation, uh, investigation of former President Trump. We now have a judge naming a special master to go through all the documents taken by the FBI. Where do things stand right now? Well, it's very interesting. The judge um, in appointing a special master um, also blocked the Department of Justice's um, request to try to access these hundred, roughly hundred classified documents that they are, that are part of the documents they seized um, when they searched former President Trump's home. And it really shows that this is a judge that is very much siding, uh, who was appointed by President Trump, not to say that she's siding because with the Trump team because of that, but we should note that. Um, she's siding a lot of times with this, the Trump team, and the Justice Department is now saying, or at least um, is signaling that they're going to appeal that ruling because they don't want their investigation to be stalled. They want to be able to go through all of these these files and really start making their case. I think it really tells you that this is going to be a case that's going to continue to be one that we're going to have to follow because um, it's just getting, I think, more and more um, complex, and we're seeing more and more sort of iterations of why it was that the DOJ took that unprecedented step of 
of going and looking for these documents and searching um, former president, president Trump's home. So I'm really interested in looking at that at Washington Week. I think the other thing that we're going to be looking at is the other sort of investigations that DOJ are, um, are conducting because we heard from former President Trump this week blasting the DOJ saying that he is a victim and that this is all a hoax and that he doesn't see himself being indicted. But I think it really shows you that the Department of Justice is taking very, very seriously both these documents, but also allegedly the, the president's um, overtures to try to subvert the 2020 election. Yamish, thanks so much. That's Yamish Alcindor, moderator of Washington Week tonight at 8 on TV 26. Sports next. Teens use Instagram to explore and connect. That's why we build features that can help teens see less sensitive content, interact in positive ways, and spend time on Instagram intentionally. And tools that help parents support them in building a safe Instagram experience. Because we're committed to building a community where everyone feels supported. Explore more than 30 tools that can help teens have a positive experience on Instagram at Instagram.com slash safety. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. George Wallace, we've got a game this weekend. We do, yeah. Sunday, a big one uh, for Washington. A chance to go 2-0, Hillary, for the first time since 2011. Can they get it done? Well, we'll have to wait and see. The injury report looks good. Cam Curl and Wes Schweitz are questionable. For Sunday, Curl missed last week's game with that thumb injury, but said this week he's trending in the right direction. West Schweitzer left the game with a hamstring injury. He's been limited all week. On the other side, Lions a little banged up on offense, including the uh, superstar running back DeAndre Swift. Hurt his ankle last week, did miss two practices this week, returned today. He's officially questionable as well. Down a level, plenty of college football this weekend. Uh, tomorrow locally, get you set for the weekend. Check out Dave Preston's Presto's Picks at WTOP.com. Baseball tonight, Nats at Nats Park, home against the Marlins. The Nationals have lost five in a row. Miami has lost five of seven. Orioles head north of the border to Toronto. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. Thank you, George. Top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. A former Loudoun County High School counselor pleads guilty to having an sexual relationship with one of her students. 43-year-old Ann Barrett of Ashburn admitted to the relationship with a 16-year-old while working at Freedom in high school between 2013 and 2016. In London, the line organized for people to view Queen Elizabeth's coffin as she lies in state has reopened after being closed for more than seven hours because of a surge in numbers. Those in charge caution mourners might have to wait more than 24 hours before reaching Westminster Hall. At last report, that line was five miles long. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. In Fairfax County, some residents have been told to leave their trash out in boxes or other containers because there are not enough trash cans. The county's exhausted its inventory of cans. Fairfax now reports they're not going to get new ones until later this fall. Private haulers handle trash for most county residents and businesses, but about 10% have theirs picked up by the county. That amounts to about 43,000 homes. Up ahead in money news. The Dow finished today down another 139 points. There's one sure way to avoid high mortgage rates. I'm Jeff Glabel. 418. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. The Beltway is a tough place to be. Here's Dave Dildine. I was getting ready to say our top incident is uh, the truck fire in Oxon Hill, but just now getting word of a rollover crash in Virginia on the outer loop of the Beltway near the left exit for 267, the Dulles Connector Road. Fairly large fire rescue response now heading to the outer loop near 267.
the Dulles Toll Connector Road, exit 45. Now, in Maryland, on the interloop, traffic is stop and go from Branch Avenue toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. The fire happened in the through lanes near 210. The burn truck and the response remains on the left side. And whereas traffic was stopped, traffic is trickling by single file down the right shoulder on the interloop beyond 210 across from National Harbor. Local lanes are open. Rubbernecking on the outer loop lanes are open across the Wilson Bridge. Greenbelt on the interloop, the debris spill has been cleaned up for the most part. All lanes are passable. Crews are still on the shoulders. Outer loop after New Hampshire Avenue, a crash had blocked the left lane. The combination of the two had backed up southbound traffic on 95, which is slow south of 200. On the outer loop of the Beltway through Bethesda, traffic is still miserably slow. Southbound off the 270 spur in that traffic jam. The crash that happened on the American Legion Bridge is clear. All lanes are open, but heavy traffic is likely to remain with side effects in the form of workaround down Falls Road through Potomac and through Glen Echo and Cabin John on MacArthur Boulevard. 270 northbound, heavy off the spur toward Montrose Road. We had a car stopped in one of the center lanes northbound near Montrose Road. At the Bay Bridge, pretty quiet. Westbound brief delays, eastbound no delay. In the district, southbound 3rd Street Tunnel, there had been a crash. Southeast-Southwest Freeway 395 heavy, especially through southwest. DC 295 loaded up with Friday volume. And we had the police investigation near Petworth closing a portion of Georgia and New Hampshire Avenue near the metro station. And I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Well, if the traffic is bad, at least the weather is good. Let's go live to Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. We've got a good start to our weekend. Oh, beautiful start, Sean. I mean, the weather all week long has been absolutely amazing. Now, heading on into the evening hours, 81 degrees right now at Reagan National, and temperatures will mainly be in the 70s out there this evening. I'm putting together a Friday Night Lights graphic for News 4, and man, what a great night for football. We'll have lows tonight in the 50s and 60s, and highs tomorrow in the low to mid-80s. As we look to Sunday, we continue to warm with highs in the mid to upper 80s, but low humidity all weekend long. We'll warm to near and around 90 degrees on Monday, starting to feel a little bit humid out there, and a very small chance for some scattered showers later in the day, mainly Monday evening. Currently, Silver Spring at 78 degrees, Wheaton also at 78, and as we head over into Virginia at around Tyson, 77. Nice. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP. This Rockville restaurant gets national recognition. I'm John Aaron. It's 421. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS. IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Here's MJ Jackson, Vice President and Global Head of Industries at DocuSign. 
on Workplace Reimagined, sponsored by DocuSign. The value proposition of an improved experience is a win-win. Agencies are often able to streamline processes, automate workflows, reduce errors that are related to manual data entry, and those are all byproducts of an improved experience. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Workplace Reimagined. At the core of every DOD process are applications, forms, and contracts that require signatures. Many of these processes are cumbersome and paper-based and can distract from the mission. DocuSign eSignature digitizes and streamlines these workflows to support mission readiness at any time. Join the more than 3,000 government agencies that are using the FedRAMP moderate and DOD IL-4 authorized DocuSign Agreement Cloud. Learn more by visiting DocuSign.com gov. This is WTOP News. 423. There has been a breach at Uber, and the rideshare company is trying to figure out how the hacker got in. Uber tells law enforcement the intruder left a trail as it accessed crucial systems. Bree Fowler is a senior cybersecurity writer with CNN. She explains what happens. Serious cyber criminals that are trying to steal and make money off of data, the strategy is usually to get into a system and make as little noise as possible. You want to lay in wait and gather as much information as you can without being detected. And this clearly was not the game plan when it came to Uber. Uber says there's no sign that its operations were affected in any way because of the breach. One outside engineer believes the hacker was just after the publicity. 424, a local restaurant is a new hot spot. The place is now packed after unexpectedly making a national list. Work chopping up ingredients starts early here at Z&Z Minutia Bakery in Rockville. So the Minutia is any kind of flatbread. Traditionally, it comes with an herb and olive oil spread called zathar. It's savory, a little tangy. That's co-owner Danny Dubonet, whose bakery was recently named one of Bon Appetit's 50 best new restaurants. And ever since then, I mean, it's, everyone's been coming try. It's been crazy nonstop. I mean, last weekend... I don't think I slept. I was just making more and more dough. There's a kicker here. The bakery is actually located in the exact spot off Nelson Street where Dubonnet's grandfather once ran a chicken and sub shop. In Rockville, John Aaron, WTOP News. WTOP at 425. We've got money news at 25 and 55. And Jeff Claybaugh, we have a red end to our week. It was a losing week all around. Capital losses again today. The Dow down 139 points. The S&P 500 down 28. The Nasdaq down 104. For the week, the S&P 500 index lost 4.9%. The Nasdaq lost 5.8% this week. FedEx's CEO tells CNBC he now expects a global recession. The markets consider that a credible source, part of the reason for the sell-off today. FedEx stock dropped more than 20% today. The district has gained 19,000 jobs in the last year. That's a job growth rate of 2.5%. Maryland has gained 72,000 jobs, or 2.7%. Virginia has a job growth rate of 3%, adding 118,000 jobs in the last year. How to avoid high mortgage rates? Pay cash. And more than 31% of home sales are now all cash. That's an eight-year high. But not around here. The D.C. Metro ranks in the bottom five for cash buyers. Cash buyers prefer cheaper markets. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Discover. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. 
Keep it here on WTOP. We'll give you an update on the migrants that were shuttled off to Martha's Vineyard. 426. This week on the D.C. Sports Huddle from WTOP. All right, Burgundy and Gold fans, it was a good opening day, but what do they need to do to get out to a 2-0 start for the first time in over a decade? 